0: Thanks to Freshbooks for supporting the Productivity Show. Join the 24 million people who've used Freshbooks. Try it free for 30 days, no catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash TPS and enter TPS in the How Did You Hear About Us section to get started. Thanks also to Grammarly for supporting the Productivity Show. Grammarly is a communication tool that helps people improve their writing to be mistake free, clear, and effective. Start writing confidently by going to grammarly.com forward slash TPS to get 20% off a Grammarly Premium account today.
1: Welcome to The Productivity Show, a podcast by Asian Efficiency to help you maximize your productivity so you can get everything done without having to sacrifice your health, family, and things that matter to you. We've helped tens of thousands of people save time, be happier, and become more productive. We talk about health quite a bit here on the podcast, and for good reason. We believe that good health leads to energy and energy is a key part of our T framework. If you don't have enough energy, it doesn't matter how focused you are or how much you master your time, you aren't going to be as productive as you want to be. In this episode, we're going to be sharing some of our best health hacks, things you can do right now to be more well rested, have more energy and have a solid foundation to be uber productive. You can find links to everything that we share in the show notes by going to theproductivityshow.com/2a5. And now, on with the show.
2: And we are live at the
0: Productivity Show. Good to see you, Brooks. Good to see you, literally. We're here in Asian Efficiency Headquarters in Austin, Texas, recording live, sitting across the table from each other, which is
2: not how we usually do the podcast. I know. Normally, you're in Vancouver, and I'm here in Austin, and then we kind of record online, but now we're here in person. That's
0: right. The Vancouver winters and fall is too gray for me, so had to head down here to the sun in
2: Austin. So that's a hint for what's about to come up next, but... (laughs) I'm super excited to talk about health hacks today. We kind of decided on a topic where we want to share some of the random things that we do to stay healthy and to live longer. And so we thought, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we shared random tips and tricks that we do to stay healthy and, and live longer? And that is how this episode came about today. So my name is Tan. I'm the founder and CEO of Asian Efficiency, where we help people become more productive at work and in life. And I'm Brooks, the operations director of Asian Efficiency. And as always, with every single The Productivity Show episode, you can expect three actionable tips or resources at the very beginning to kind of help you. So Brooks, I know you have some listed down here. So in 90 seconds or less, can you uh, share your top three resources as of lately?
0: All right. So number one is Calendly. So it's something we use here at AE. If you're somebody who needs to book meetings with people or rather they book meetings with you calendly is great because you can share your calendar but only share the parts that are you're actually available they can go to a special link choose the time that works for you and for them and then book it and boom it's on your calendar it's on their calendar you avoid that whole dance of emailing back and forth trying to figure out a time that's number 1 number 2 is notion which is a tool that's beginning more and more popular in the productivity world. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's basically like a work workspace. So you can hold notes and documents there. You can use it as a knowledge base. You can use it as a simple task manager, run projects there. You can have it as a database or a Kanban board. It can do everything. And we have a actually a great new course in the dojo teaching people how to use Notion. And number three is the Manal Carry On 2.0 Backpack. And I brought this up because that's the luggage that I used when I flew down here to Austin. So it's a backpack. It's a little bigger than a day pack, but it's still nice and compact. And it's really comfortable. Lots of really great travel features. So the Manal Carry-On 2.0 comes in black or the color I got, which is Vancouver gray, they call it. So, of course, I had to buy that one.
2: Awesome. We'll have links to all of that in the show notes. So don't worry if you've missed something, just go to the slash two eight five. You'll be able to find everything there. Or if you're listening in the podcast app, just go down to your podcast app and you'll be able to find the links there as well. All right, Brooks, let's talk about our top 10 health hacks. You and I are obsessed about health, or at least I'm super obsessed about health. I know you like to live happy and long as well. I know you have a couple of weird things and interesting mm-hmm. things that you do to kind of stay healthy. So we're going to share some of those things today and we have 10 of them. So let's start with the first one. And so for me, my number one thing here is to drink apple cider vinegar before you go to bed. So if you've never heard of apple cider vinegar, it's basically this magic potion that you can buy at Whole Foods and any health store that is completely legal <laughs> and it has so many health benefits and it's actually very good for you, and a lot of people use it for household stuff as well. But basically what the main benefit of apple cider vinegar is for me at least is one, it helps you with managing your insulin levels. It actually helps lower it, which is great for weight loss because weight loss is a function of insulin, the hormone. So if you have lots of insulin pumped up, then what that basically signals to your body is to start storing stuff as as fat, And it also keeps your blood sugars under control as well. So that's always good for people who deal with like low metabolism or easily gain weight. And I'm somebody who definitely has dealt with that. And so it's great for maintaining or losing weight. And when you drink it before you go to bed, you allow your body to kind of like keep your insulin levels and blood sugars under control. And so what I've noticed from just doing my own research and talking to different people about it, is that it's best to have it before you go to bed. Now I used to have it as part of my morning ritual, but now I switched it over to having it as part of my evening ritual. So before I go to bed and I've definitely noticed on the nights when I'm like, you know, cheating a little bit on my food and uh, I'm eating a little bit more chocolate than I really should. I've not seen like major weight increases or major weight swings compared to when I've done it in the past without apple cider vinegar. So definitely go check it out again. Most health stores will have it. The brand that I like is called Bragg. So it's B R A G G and pro tip. Don't drink it straight. It doesn't taste that great. I always mix it with water. So I just have one teaspoon, mix it with some water and then drink it and then you're good to go. Yeah, I noticed you said it's
0: The brand you recommend not actually the brand you you like (laughs) so that's an important distinction (laughs) yeah I feel like apple cider vinegar is becoming more and more popular because now when I go into stores it used to be something you'd have to kind of hunt out and search for but now I've noticed in a lot of stores there'll be like a wall of and it's usually Bragg's that seems to be the most common brand I see it a lot so I think I think more and more people are starting to get into apple cider vinegar
2: Yeah, I actually have it as part of my traveling protocol. So now whenever I'm traveling, in the past I would go to the local health store and kind of purchase my own copy. But now I have my assistant kind of buy for me and then have it delivered to the hotel. So as soon as I check in, it's there already. And then I can just not worry about like finding a local health store and stuff like that. So that saves me a lot of time too. So for those of you who are traveling and want to kind of like, Watch your weights. I definitely recommend you implement that tip plus having it delivered to your hotel room. Wow, that's a strong tip. It's a health tip. It's a travel tip and it's a delegation tip all in one. So that's pretty good. <laughs> hey, we like to keep it Asian efficient here. So that is my number one tip here. So we're going to move on to tip number two. Yeah, so tip number two is
0: using a sleep mask and the one that I like is called the Manta sleep mask. I and mean, we've mentioned it before on the podcast especially in one of our top 3 resources, but we've talked a lot on the podcast of how important sleep is. So we did a podcast on it, TPS 214. We have a couple courses in the dojo all about sleep. Like we have a course on how to wake up well rested. And for me, a lot of times we're in we need to sleep, but we're in not the greatest environment. So maybe on a plane, so I use mine on the plane on the way here, or maybe your room isn't as dark as you would like it to be, and you can't for whatever reason use put in blackout curtains. A good sleep mask is really, really helpful for getting a great sleep. And one reason I like the Manta sleep mask personally is is because it's really, really soft, really, really breathable, and it's adjustable. You can fit it to your head, and I think it'll fit almost anybody. And the Manta is one that I really, really like. And again, uh, it's a, an, this is another combo travel and health tip because it's, it's great for, for traveling as well. I took it all through Asia and on the train and on the plane, and I used it on the plane on the way here.
2: I remember when I was younger and I was traveling, I would see people wearing a sleep mask on yeah. the plane. And I was like, man, you are so crazy. Like, this looks so weird. And then years later, I'm like, oh my gosh, all these people were so freaking smart. Like, I'm so glad I discovered this hack myself now, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. Whenever I would always think of sleep masks, I would think of, you know, those drugstore sleep masks, which is just, you know, the shape that we've all seen that has the, the really thin elastic. And that's what I always thought of as, as sleep masks. When I unpacked this one, the Manta, my wife said to me, wow, why do you have such a fancy sleep mask? Because it's like the it's like the Cadillac of, of sleep masks. So I find it really, really comfortable. I, I don't know. Have you used it, Tan?
2: Yeah, I was an early adopter of this particular mask. And I like it because, you know, when you close your eyes and you kind of like open up your eyes, normally your eyelashes can sometimes go against the sleep mask and it feels kind of uncomfortable, right? But with the Manta it ha- it has this like space in between yep. and it's pitch black dark. So you sleep much better, but also it's much easier to fall asleep when it's pitch black dark. And so now I have trouble falling asleep. If I see any sort of light anywhere in my room and when I put my sleep mask on the Menta, then it's pitch black dark. And so it could be, you know, two in the afternoon, sunny, but it, you know, to my eyes, it's still pitch black dark. And then, I'll be able to fall asleep super easily. So I definitely like it for that reason.
0: All right, so that's tip number two. And we'll move on to tip number three now.
2: So that is activated charcoal supplements. So I discovered this by a very painful trial. I went to the Philippines, I think in 2013. And uh, for those who don't know, I was actually born in the Philippines. Even though my parents are Vietnamese and they escaped Vietnam to escape communism, they ended up in the Philippines and that. That is where I was born. So I was specifically born in this island called Palawan. But I've never been there. And I've always wanted to go there and check it out and see what it was like and where my parents were in the refugee camp. And so I went there and I stayed at a resort. And this is like my first time in the Philippines, right? So I'm eating all the local foods and and all the good stuff. And then all of a sudden I get this like belly ache. Like my tummy starts to hurt. You know, and, like, it's the beginning of food poisoning, right? And if you've ever had food poisoning, you know it's a terrible feeling. You like, diarrhea for for a whole day or multiple days. And you just feel sick. And, you know, I started to get fever and stuff. And so after one day of, like, suffering, I was like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Like, you know, I was literally staying in my, my, my little tent the whole time. Well, not tent, but, you know, it was a really nice beach resort. Uh home. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't feel great. I'm only here for four days. Like, am I gonna be sick the whole time? And so one of the resort members came up and she offered me activated charcoal. And she said, Hey, take this. It will help you with your food poisoning and will help get rid of all the bat bacteria and will help you recover faster. And so I started taking it and within like Literally within the first hour, I just started to feel better and lots lots of my pain went away. And then within about twenty four or thirty-six hours, I was back to normal again. And I was like, wow, like this magical thing saved my life and allowed me to kind of like discover the island. So that's when I first discovered it. And ever since then, I've traveled with it everywhere I go. And if I had a suspicion that I'm eating like, you know, contaminated food or it's not the healthiest, especially if I'm in a third world country. I'll take it before I actually start eating. Or if I come home and I'm like, ah oh man, I don't feel that good. Or I had a suspicion that the food might be contaminated or not that fresh. Then I'll take it too, just to prevent the, the suffering from happening. So when you take it, it doesn't have any side effects or anything. It's just completely normal. You're completely fine. But this is one of my favorite health hacks ever.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I didn't know the story of the resort, but uh, a while ago, we did a dojo live coaching call with with our dojo members on about productive travel. And you were recommending activated charcoal. charcoal. So then when I was doing the Trans-Siberian Railway, I thought to myself, oh, I should buy some and bring it. I'd never even heard of it until you mentioned it. And when I was on the, the train and going through Mongolia, I ended up sharing a, a compartment with these two really nice Mongolian ladies. One of them is kind of spoke English the other one definitely did not but you know at first we're not really interacting too much but over time we start chatting and stuff like that and then as soon as we started chatting they became really really friendly and they started pulling out all these homemade snacks so they were giving me these these little snacks made of goat's milk and sheep's milk and all this other stuff and I'm you know trying to be polite so I'm eating it and stuff like that and then all of a sudden I started thinking to myself oh I don't know if that was such a good idea and then I started feeling a little something and then I remembered, oh yeah, got to get that activated charcoal. So, you know, I, I kind of like excuse myself and pop, pop the activated charcoal. And as soon as I started feeling my stomach a little bit, uh, but that did the trick. So, uh, so yeah, that was a very, very useful tip for me. I, I wouldn't want to be in that situation you were in while on a train. <laughs> that doesn't sound very fun.
2: Yeah. And we have more really good Productive travel tips inside the dojo as well. We have a whole course on productive travel, so if you're a dojo member, definitely go check that out. Right, so log in, look for productive travel, and you'll be able to find that course. But I can't recommend activated charcoal enough. Like I have, like I have a stash right there. You can actually see it if you turn around, Brooks. Like right there. And then I have like a separate bottle for just putting in my travel bag as well. So I always have it with me just for, you know, emergency cases for whenever I need it. So food poisoning, if your tummy doesn't feel great, take it. You'll be well on your way to recovery ASAP. So again, tip number three, get activated charcoal supplements. So that is number three. So let's move on to number four now, and that is Conjuplex by Standard Process. And this is a supplement that I always take when I'm about to get sick or I'm feeling sick and I wanna recover faster. So ContraPlex is something that I discovered purely by accident. I was talking to a friend of mine, Billy, and we're talking about how often we get sick. And I told him, well, I only get sick once a year and it's usually somewhere in January or February, towards the end of the winter. And and he says, oh, have you ever heard of ContraPlex? And I was like, no. Well, my functional medicine doctor actually recommended it to me. One time I was really sick for like a week and he recommended this to me. And when I took it, I felt better right away. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good to know. And then one time I did become sick. I think it was in February, actually. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember Billy saying I need to take Conplex So I ordered it. You can just get it from Amazon or local pharmacy. And I started to take it like four doses a day. And I noticed even though I was sick for like three or four days, once I took it, I felt better the next day. And again, that's when I became a believer, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? So now I also take it whenever I'm flying. So what ContraPlex does, it kind of helps you increase your immune system. It makes it stronger. And so, especially if you're somebody who's just starting working out, your immune system goes down. If you're flying a lot, you're around a lot of different people. It's always a good idea to have ContraPlex with you. And so now I have like a standard procedure where before I fly, before I leave my home, I take conjuplex because when when you're at the airport and you're flying, your you know chances of getting sick goes up quite a bit. I think it was like 30, 35 percent or something. And so I take conjuplex and ever since then, I mean, I don't remember the last time I was really sick. And if I do feel like I'm about to get sick or you have that scratch, you know, that feeling, I'll take some Conjurplex too, and then usually it's gone the next day. So definitely recommend it.
0: I remember a while ago, I was looking for Conjuplex and it didn't seem like it was available in Canada. And I was thinking to myself, next time I go to the United States, I should order some. And then I forgot all about it. So now I have to remember when I get back. Can't buy now, because right after we hit stop, I'm going to the airport. However, the next time I'm going over, crossing the border to pick up a package, I'm going to include some Conjuplex in there so I can have it. Because, yeah, it sounds sounds great. And it's nothing's less productive than then you have stuff to do and then all of a sudden you get sick and your productivity falls through the floor. So I'm going to order conjuplex next time. All right, so that's tip number four. We're going to roll to tip number five. And tip number five is having green tea in the afternoon or if you do usually drink coffee in the afternoon, try switching to green tea because sometimes if I'm working, especially for me, just the way the timing works on the AE team, I'm on the Pacific time zone, so I tend to be working later than, than the the others. And sometimes if I feel like I need a caffeine boost in the afternoon, I used to have some coffee or something like that, but that would lead to sleep issues and or it would lead to crashes where it would it would help for a while, but then I'd kind of crash and, and be feeling more low energy than before almost. So I do, I mean, I love my coffee, so I do still have coffee in the morning. I visited Cafe Medici here in Austin this morning. But now I switch to green tea in the afternoon and it still gives that energy and focus benefits of caffeine. I find I'm I'm really productive after having it. But for me, it doesn't mess up my sleep and it doesn't give me that crash that I get later I get from coffee. So that's one health hack that's really, really worked well for me is switching to green tea in the afternoon. So if you're an afternoon coffee drinker, try green tea. I bet it'll I bet it'll make
2: a difference. I'm a big tea drinker myself. I've always been a big fan of matcha, sencha, and all these other flavors of green tea. So I'm a big proponent of this myself. And I usually have it in the morning when I'm about to do some deep work. That kind of helps me relax and focus. And then I'll sometimes have it in the afternoon as well if I need kind of like a, a boost or, of some sorts. And on the way here, I was, t- I was telling you how I discovered this new brand called Vital Protein. And they make uh, protein powder with collagen, which is great for your skin. And if you're a woman, you would definitely love it because it'll be good for your skin and glow and, and all that good stuff that women enjoy. And I discovered because I needed to recover from my shoulder surgery and collagen was an important part of that to recover. And I recently discovered that they then introduced this new flavor called matcha. So now you can have matcha protein powder. And so you can have the taste of green tea and drink that and then also have collagen. So I'm like, oh, that's a two for one deal. Like I'm totally going to get into this. So I started drinking this recently myself and I noticed one, I'm so much more focused and because green tea has the L-theanine component to it, it kind of balances out the caffeine. So whereas with coffee, you know, because it doesn't have L-theanine, you kind of feel focused and then you have this like coffee crash, right? you start to feel tired all of a sudden. With green tea, because it has L-theanine, it kind of like slowly dissipates the effect of caffeine on your focus and energy. And so you don't have this crash necessarily. And so I find it to be one of the biggest benefits to drinking green tea for that reason, to not have that crash. And the matcha powder has that in the vital protein as well. So now I'm like, you know, feeling good about myself. I feel focused. I have some collagen in me as well. So my baby face is gonna last for another you know, 30 years or so, and uh, I feel good about that. It's very important. Keeping the baby
0: face for 10 is very important, we all know. <laughs> Do you remember when you first started your small business? It wasn't exactly easy. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. The bottom line is you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you way more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds and have them paid two times faster with automated online payments. Here's one of my favorite parts. You can see right in the FreshBooks Notification Center when clients open up and review your invoices, so you never have to wonder if the invoice got there, they can't really dodge you, you can see right when they look at it. You can file your expenses quickly and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. It takes a huge amount of stress and hassle off. And FreshBooks grows alongside your business, you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without having to learn a bunch of accounting stuff. So join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days, no catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash TPS and enter TPS in the how did you hear about us section to get started. Grammarly is a writing assistant that makes you look and sound smarter, whether you're at school, at work, or when you're on the go. Grammarly's free version can be downloaded by anyone on your computer and phone and helps you review critical spelling and grammar. The real magic though is with Grammarly Premium. It gives you more advanced help. It looks at advanced punctuation, structure, style, vocabulary, conciseness, tone, and readability for different occasions like writing a resume or putting together a blog post. I've been a paid Grammarly Premium user for over two years now and I love it. Just yesterday I was reviewing and expanding a blog article that another team member wrote. I have the Grammarly Chrome extension installed, and as I was going through the article in my web browser, it highlighted a bunch of words that were unnecessary or overused. With one click, I could accept the suggestion, and at the end, the article is much tighter and more concise. So, go to grammarly.com forward slash TPS to get 20% off your Grammarly Premium account today. That's grammarly.com forward slash TPS for 20% off your Grammarly Premium account. All right. So that is number five. And we'll roll on to number six. So tip number six is to use calm.com. So a while ago, maybe a year or two ago, we did recorded an episode, a really popular podcast episode called meditation for the rest of us. So if you're it's TPS 210. So the show.com forward slash 210. And so if you're kind of interested in meditation, you're not really sure how to get started. Definitely check that episode out. In that episode, the way I remember it anyway is we were talking about different tools that you can use to help meditation. And I was saying I was thinking of switching or thinking of or just starting to use Calm.com. Well, now since that episode, I've been using Calm for quite some time and it is definitely my favorite meditation app or tool. You definitely don't need an app to meditate, of course. All you really need is is quiet. But I find using a meditation app really helpful especially calm you can do timed meditation they have all these pre-made guided meditations. so if you want to meditate using certain types of prompts you can use that or what i do is i use it's called the daily calm so it's a, a daily 10 minute meditation where an instructor takes you through sometimes it's a body scan sometimes it's a breathing exercise sometimes it's something totally different and then there's kind of like a mindfulness topic at the end of it and it's just like a nice, focused way to do it, and it only takes 10 minutes. That's the most common way that people use Calm, but there's a, another feature of it that I kind of recently got into, and it's called Sleep Stories. And when I first saw that Calm introduced this feature, I thought, that's really weird. You know, I'm an adult. I don't need bedtime stories. <laughs> you know, we would read my, our kids' bedtime stories to, to get them to sleep, but I thought, you know, adults don't really need that. However, one time I was going through a patch of of bad sleep and I decided to try it out. And just the way the narrators read the stories and their voice and their pacing, it's knocked me out multiple times when I was having trouble sleeping. There was this one particular story about a train that kind of travels across Wales. And that thing was a no fail for me. I, I don't think I've ever actually made it to the train getting to the coast. I, I have no idea what happens after that point, because almost every time boom, that guy knocks me straight out. So Calm is, for me, a great combination of a meditation app, but also when I need it, I don't need it all the time, but when I do need it, the sleep stories are really, really useful.
2: Yeah, I've only used that particular feature like one or two times, just out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. and it definitely worked for me too. And it's not something I really need to fall asleep because I have usually no trouble falling asleep. But I remember I was talking to Stacey Harmon When she was on our podcast episode, so we'll have a link to her episode here too. She talked about Evernote and she's an Evernote consultant. So if you're interested in Evernote, uh, she has an awesome episode with us where she walks you through how she uses Evernote as an Evernote consultant and how she has helped thousands of people with that. And she was sharing how one of the guided meditations that she used in the past was the um, GDPR. So somebody would read out loud the GDPR (laughs) laws. That's amazing. (laughs) And for those who don't know, GDPR is kind of like a privacy act where anybody that does some sort of like transactions or business online has to, you know, keep records of, you know, customers and privacy laws and adhere to that and that kind of stuff. Something that impacted us as well. And so that's why we know about it. But we always joke about it with our friends too, who run other businesses that GDPR is so boring. And complex and stuff. And imagine somebody you know reading you the, the tax law or something, right? It's kind of like the same thing. It's just like, oh my gosh, like you don't want to listen to that. You just want <laughs> to fall asleep. So that is tip number six to use Calm.com. And I'm a big fan of the app as well. So definitely download it if you haven't yet. So tip number seven is to visit a flow tank about once a month, if not more. So if you're not familiar with flow tanks, think of it as meditation on steroids. I think that's the best way I can describe it. So you actually go into this like tank that's full of s- salted water and it has so much salt in it that you can actually float when you lay down in water. So people call it like sensory deprivation because when you go into this tank that's full with water, there's no light. It's pitch black dark. You can't see anything. So imagine laying down in water completely naked, completely flat, your body is fully relaxed, pitch black, dark. You don't hear anything. You don't see anything. Literally, if you open up your eyes, it's, it's so black. You just don't see anything, right? And then you lay there for say 30 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes even 90 minutes. And by the time you walk out, you just feel so calm and Zen. And I discovered this about four years ago by accident. I've always heard about float tanks, but it wasn't until my friend, Tim, he took me to one because one of his friends runs a float center in Canada. And I went in and I was like, oh, like an hour later, I was like, oh, it's fine. Like I was was just more freaked out about how to actually stay calm in a float tank. So my first experience was pretty neutral, actually. And when I moved to Austin, that was like a big thing here, too. There's a lot of float centers here. And so I came to one of them and then I had a really great experience. And I was really skeptical coming in because I was already meditating 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day. So I was like, how much, how much more mindful can I be? How much more focused, calm can I be? I'm already meditating 10, 15 minutes a day, right? And then after I went into the flow tank and came out and I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Okay, I feel amazing. I so feel so calm. And the, the best way I can describe it to somebody is within the first two to three weeks of coming out of a flow tank, if something stressful happens to me, Normally I would just respond to it right away or just like act on it right away somehow. Right. Without even thinking about it after a float tank, if something stressful happens to me, I can actually pause for a second or two and then think about how I want to act or react to something. And I've never seen that feeling before until I start going to a float tank. And so I think that's the best way I can describe it, but you just, have to go and try it yourself, and I will say, based on my own experience and also from my friends who've done it, usually the first two three times is not that impactful because you're just trying to learn how to stay calm, how to use you know your body as you're in that float tank because you're just trying to because you know, it's such a new environment, right? So imagine the first two three times being like kind of like neutral, and then from there you start to see the benefits of it. Have you ever tried it? No, I know a number of people who have done it and are into
0: it. And there is actually a pretty popular place in downtown Vancouver, a float center there. But no, I've never done it in it, which is kind of surprising because it it seems like the sort of thing I would probably be pretty into, <laughs> but I've never actually tried it out. I think maybe Oh I man, I to.
2: need to I need to get you to one of these. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to buy you an hour package so get just to go.
0: But I can definitely see how what you said could be the case because the first time you do it, you're noticing everything like you're noticing you're almost noticing the absence you're noticing how dark it is you're noticing how the floating is but then after it just becomes routine that's when you probably slip into that because everything is kind of old hat there's nothing new to discover and then all of a sudden all there is is the relaxation i can totally see how that would be
2: yeah it's kind of like when you meditate for the first time right your brain is going like a million miles an hour and you're like Meditation does not work, right? right? Like my brain is like, oh, I've, I have this appointment tomorrow. Did I forget to lock my door? Did I do this? Or did this person say that? And your, your brain is just going crazy, right? And that's, that's what it's normally doing, right? And the same thing with the floating. When you first go in, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so dark. Like, what do I do? Like, how long do I stay here? Blah, blah, blah. And your brain is just going crazy too, right? Yeah, once you've done it a few times, it's just, it's just so hard to describe. You just have to go. You just have to go.
0: Done. I will. I will go. <laughs> so that's tip number seven, a float tank. Tip number eight is an, another app. It's called the Waterminder app, and it's available for iOS and Android. Want to make sure to have it cross-platform. And we all know, obviously, we all need water to live, but but study after study has shown how important drinking lots of water can be and all the all the health benefits for drinking lots of water. The problem is it can be hard to remember to actually do it. Even if we decide we want to drink more water, we need to set up these cues. We, we, we need to reduce friction. We need to do things like having the water bottle always with us and that sort of thing. But what I found is I knew I had a goal to drink more water, but I would always you know, forget my water bottle upstairs or maybe I would finish it and then just get busy with something and forget to get more or I'd be out and forget to drink. So I checked out this app called Waterminder. And basically what it does is it allows you to and very easily do this to track how much water you drink during the day. So just with one tap, you can say that you're drinking a glass of water, a bottle, you know, 16 ounces, eight ounces, whatever. And it tracks during the day and it kind of the visual way it shows it is it shows a human body. And then the more you drink, the more it shows the water kind of filling up. The inside of the body, it's kind of hard to describe on a podcast, but it looks kind of cool. But the nice thing about it is you can have it if you choose. You don't have to, but you can have it remind you slash even harass you (laughs) to drink water. So you can say you want to drink a certain amount per day, or you can remind it to do it at certain times. And so I found that just that prompt of reminding me to drink water just had that effect. It would, I would snap out of whatever I was doing and be like, oh yeah, I need to fill up my water it's a great excuse for a pomodoro break anyway and then go back to it so yeah the water Minder app or or
2: some tool that you want to that
0: will remind you to drink more water
2: ooh i would have to check out this app i think it's i like the idea of an app kind of like reminding you because as you know our brains are terrible at remembering things so having an external reminder telling us hey drink water that's always a good thing and also from just reading a bunch of studies it's better to drink throughout the day rather than one big session of Mm -hmm. drinking, if that makes sense. So like if you need to drink two liters of water, it's better to do it throughout the day than just drinking two liters at once. So that reminder system is kind of helpful with that. And I'm kind of like old school in that sense. So one way I like to do it is I have this big water jug that is about two and a half liters when I fill it up with water and I fill it up at the beginning of the day and then I just have it on the, my table and I just make it a game to make sure I finish it before five o'clock, right? And so whether I drink, you know, a lot at the beginning or later in the day, I just make it a fun game to always drink as much as I can before 5 p.m. And so that's how I find myself knowing I, I'm drinking two and a half liters of water every day. So if you're somebody who doesn't have that kind of discipline or you, you don't want to make it a game for yourself, <laughs> then something like water Miner I think is a great resource for that. All right, so that is tip number eight. Now, let's move on to tip number nine, and that is to do Igosku once a quarter. So if you've listened to the productivity show for a while, that might sound familiar because we have one of the clinic founders here in Austin that runs the egoscu clinic here in Austin, I should say. His name is Rick Mathis. He was on episode 246. So if you go to theproductivityshow.com slash 246, we go into more detail. But if you've never heard of Egoscu, Egoscu is basically kind of like an exercise method to fix your posture and to eliminate chronic pain. And I discovered them because when I moved to Austin, I had a guy, his name is Rick, reach out to me and say, hey, I saw you moved to Austin. We should grab lunch sometime. And I grabbed lunch with Rick and he was explaining to me what igosku was. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds great. Like fixing your posture, right? Making sure everything's working, your body's in full alignment, all good stuff, right? And I was not in chronic pain or anything. So I was like, oh, okay, that's good to know. And then one day I dislocated my shoulder and I was like, oh no, I need to like align my body. Like my body's, you know, not looking good. And then I remember, oh yeah, i met this guy, Rick. I, I need to reach out to him. So I started to reach out to Rick and I said, hey, I dislocated my shoulder. What can we do about this? He's like, oh, just come in and then we'll look at it. And so he and I started working together and I became one of his uh, clients. And so we started to do all these exercises together so that my shoulders were even, my hips are even, my legs are pointing straight. And I was basically fixing my complete posture, which was a big part of the cause of my dislocation of my shoulder because it was just overcompensating a lot of different ways. And so if you're somebody who has like chronic pain in your back, knees, legs, hips, or you have like a lot of headaches or something, I would recommend checking EGOSCU. So you spell this E G O S C U E. It's a really popular kind of like exercise method. And so when you go in, they do an evaluation, they'll prescribe you essentially like a set of exercises that you do at home every single day. And it doesn't take more than 15 minutes or so. Right? So it's, You know how some people just do yoga at home for like 10, 15 minutes a day, right? Think of it as like that, but then doing specific exercises with your yoga mat at home or just on the floor to activate certain muscles, to fix your posture, make sure that your back is straight and that kind of stuff. And so when I came in, my feet were like not pointing straight. My left foot was pointing straight, but my right foot would point towards the right. So that was like a hip problem. Then my hips were uneven. My shoulders were uneven. My neck was more towards the right than towards the left. So I fixed all these different things from just, you know, showing up once a month. And now I do, I go about once a quarter or so to kind of like make sure my posture is correct and stuff like that. And now it's more of a preventative thing for me. So definitely go check out Igosku. Yeah. And
0: in the dojo, we have a course not specifically on Egoscu, but it's about Having an ergonomic workplace set up and your posture It's a really cool course, actually, because it takes you through in video a lot of the different tools you can use, a lot of different exercises you, you can do while you're working at your desk and just taking a, a quick break and a lot of different things you can do to have better posture and that sort of thing. So if you're a Dojo member and if not, you can check it out, theproductivityshow.com forward slash Dojo. It's a really great course.
2: Again, if you are new and you're interested in checking out Igosku, just go to our older episode that we have on this. So go to theproductivityshow.com 246. That is the episode that you want to check out. And that's where I talk more about my journey of how I discovered and how Egosku has helped me. And Rick also shares some of the things that he discovered and some tips that you can do at home to fix and correct your posture as well. So that is tip number nine. And then tip number 10, our last tip for today, and that is MyFitnessPal, the app for tracking your food intake. So I'm really into fitness right now, and one of the things I discovered as I was working out more and talking to my personal trainer is how important nutrition is. And I think all of us know that you know eating healthy, whole foods, you know trying to avoid fried foods and all that stuff is good for us, right? And we don't want to drink soda necessarily, and yada yada, we want to watch out for sugar, right? That's all good and all, but One of the things I've learned is that in order to get the body that I want to be in certain physical shape, there's a certain amount of food and calories that I have to eat every single day. And I was really frustrated with my results for a while when I was working on my own because I was working out four or five times a week and I didn't see that many changes in my body. And it wasn't until I started talking with my trainer about this when I started working with him and I was like, man, I'm so frustrated. Like, what do you think? I'm not doing right. I'm... I'm showing all these exercises that I'm doing. And then he's like, well, how much are you eating? I'm like, oh, you know, I eat this and that. And he's like, well, that doesn't sound like enough. And he recommended I start tracking my food intake. And he recommended this app called MyFitnessPal. And once I started tracking like how much I really ate, I noticed that I underate. Like I didn't eat enough to build muscle and to, to essentially eat healthy because I was basically under eating the whole time. And that's why my body wasn't changing as much. And once I started tracking, I noticed, oh wow, like I'm under eating. I now know like how much food something is, how many calories something is. And now once I start tracking, I'm more conscious about, you know, what I'm eating, how often I eat, but also if I'm eating enough to get the changes in the body that I want or eating less strategically to drop, let's say body fat in a very strategic way. And so now I'm more scientific about it, I guess. And so if you're somebody who, you know, really wants to make changes to their body and you want to be more conscious about the foods that you eat, I highly recommend you just start tracking your food intake. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but just by the act of tracking your foods, you start to realize, oh, wow, I'm eating too little or too much. Or when you're about to eat something, you have to put it into your app. You're like, oh, like this is this is going to mess up my my tracking. Like maybe I shouldn't eat this. And then that step alone Will oftentimes stop you from you know eating, and going and going in the wrong direction. So that's something I found really helpful.
0: Yeah, I think we all are pretty terrible at really knowing what we eat. Like a lot of times, you'll think, "Oh yeah, I eat pretty healthy," or you just have a sense that you don't eat healthy, maybe. But maybe you don't really know how. And just the act of tracking it really shows that you we either eat way more or way less than we think we do because just that estimation, we're just not good at it. And yeah, I am I like what you said about, because I think most people who might benefit, I suspect most people who might benefit from a tracking app like my fitness pal aren't trying to eat more. Let's just say that. <laughs> I think most people are trying to eat less. And I really like what you said, because it is true. Just the act of tracking your food, you start just, even if it's subconsciously, you just start making better decisions because just just knowing that that app is there, you might just like walk past and grab a cookie from the counter or whatever just without even thinking about it but just the the fact that you are gonna you know you're gonna track it even if it's not a conscious thought, you will often skip the cookie because you just know oh this somebody else is watching over me and even though that somebody else is, is an app that you are in control of. And even if you don't want to use an app, even if you want to just write it down on paper, that's fine too. But MyFitnessPal makes it really, really convenient to do, especially since it has this huge database of all these different foods. So it has a scanner as well. So even if you're not sure how many calories something is, you can just, if it's a packaged food, you can just scan the barcode and it will tell you exactly how many calories that thing is Or if it's a restaurant food, uh, it has this big database of a bunch of different restaurant foods. And also just stuff you make as well. It has a big recipe library of foods. So it's pretty easy to figure out how much calories it is. And again, you don't need to go crazy being exact, but it makes it really, really easy to get it in
2: there because that's the important part. That was one of my major concerns was the time it might take to input all of that stuff. But like you said, it... The database is so big that if I eat out at Olive Garden or something (laughs) or McDonald's or whatever, I can literally say I just ate a Big Mac and it will have all the calories and stuff in there. So it makes it super easy. And honestly, now on a day to day basis, it might take less than five minutes total every day, like five minutes is even very high, I would say, like less than that for sure. So I find it very easy to use and for that very convenient as well. And I realized from doing this that I was basically not eating enough protein to to build muscle and stuff. And so that's why I'm so grateful that he recommended it to me because had he never told me, I would just be spinning wheels, stay frustrated and just under eat the whole time. And just by tracking it, I became more aware of it now. So and now, like you said, I also make more conscious decisions of like what I'm eating, what I'm putting in my body. And uh, I've eliminated a lot of bad decisions, I can say, (laughs) from just tracking this. So that is tip number 10. Use MyFitnessPal for tracking your food intake. So those are our 10 tips. And what we recommend that you do to implement this is just to pick one of the tips that we mentioned today and start implementing that right away. So don't try to do all 10 all at once. That's not a recipe for success. What I would recommend that you do is pick one of the tips that we talked about here today, right? So whether that is drinking apple cider vinegar before you go to bed, getting the Mantle sleep mask, getting activated charcoal supplements, or even Conjuplex, or drinking green tea in the afternoon, or downloading the Calm.com app or trying maybe a flow tank session somewhere or downloading the Waterminer app to remind yourself to drink water or to go book your first Igosku appointment or to use my fitness pal for tracking your food intake. Just pick one of them. Don't try to do all of them at once. Pick one of them, work on it. Once it becomes normal to you and becomes kind of like a habit for you, then move on to the second tip. And that's how you're going to make sure that you're going to be successful at implementing all these things that we recommended today.
1: At Asian Efficiency, we believe that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your personal life to get stuff done. You should be able to get everything done in the time you have. That's why
2: we build a productivity quiz to help you maximize the time you have, increase your energy and get you more focused. We've helped tens of thousands of people increase their productivity and within two minutes of taking a productivity quiz, we'll show you exactly what you need to do next to
1: increase your productivity. To so take the quiz, just go to theproductivityshow.com quiz. Again, that URL is
2: theproductivityshow.com slash quiz. Don't let your never-ending to-do list drag you down and stop sacrificing your health and family to get stuff done. Take the quiz today you'll be on your way to becoming superhuman productive. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us an iTunes review or star in Overcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next Productive Monday.